I'm Kim Grinnells of Dogman.com with intern extraordinaire Luke Monger. We are breaking down every position prior to spring football, which actually starts on April 3rd, which is Wednesday. Today, we will be breaking down the defensive backs. And just a quick reminder before we get started, if you're looking for those daily updates and breaking news alert, shoot us a note, huskystadium at gmail.com. Subject line newsletter. We'll make sure and get those daily updates and breaking news alerts into your inbox. Again, Husky Stadium at gmail.com, subject line newsletter. Defensive backs, Jimmy Lake. He doesn't seem to lose many guys, and when he does, he's got guys ready to step right in, Luke. Uh, one of the first guys that we're going to talk about is a guy who last year showed up on some mock drafts as a first-round draft pick, and I think it kind of surprised people. Miles Bryant, not the biggest guy out there, was originally um, a walk-on and was awarded a scholarship, but Miles Bryant's a pretty good player in the slot. Yeah, I mean, like you said, Miles Bryant walked on at UW, but three years later, he's earned a scholarship and has started 25 games as a Husky. Uh, he's dominated that nickel role kind of since he stepped foot on campus. And yeah, he's like 5'8", 182 pounds, uh, but he is physical. Uh, he it plays with a chip on his shoulder, and I think obviously the walk-on story helps contribute to that. And he will be the unquestioned leader kind of of this defensive backfield. Uh, after losing four starters uh, like Jojo McIntosh, Jordan Miller, Taylor Rapp, and Byron Murphy. It's kind of funny because he's not that big, but he's probably the most fierce guy out there. He'll hit you. Yeah, he'll hit you. And then I remember the the Colorado game, he had a diving pass breakup and then got in the face of uh, Steven Montez. So he'll let you know about it too. Yeah, so 5'8", but man, he play, he's a bulldog. He plays with that bulldog mentality and it's hard not to love. The next Washington tall corner to come out is going to be Keith Taylor. I thought that Keith played really well. He's going to be the starter on one side, but uh, tall, lanky, physical corner. I liked Keith Taylor a lot. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Keith Taylor is the kind of like he's a creative player, like 6'2, 6'3, 200 pounds. Uh, and according to his bio, he only started two games last year, but it felt like he did a lot more. Uh, because when Jordan Miller was kind of going through some injury problems and was was plagued by that, Keith Taylor was getting a ton of playing time and doing a phenomenal job as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, he has that length, that size, that physicality to be a guy who can just lock down one side of the field for the Husky defense. And yeah, I mean, he is as exciting of a prospect that the Huskies have had at that cornerback position under Jimmy Lank. Elijah Molden, um, probably the highest football IQ of any of the corners out there. One of the fastest corners out there. Uh, played quite a bit last year, but uh, is Elijah Molden going to be a starter alongside Keith Taylor? Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably at least in spring what we'll see. He has he has some experience under his belt. He's played two years, uh, and he's not as small, at least on the roster, as you might expect him to be. He's listed at 5'11", 190. Uh, whether or not that's true, that's about what Byron Murphy was listed as, and his size was never much of a problem outside. But like you said, he's really fast and he's really smart. And he also kind of brings that physicality and chip on his shoulder that Miles Bryant has. Uh, so I wouldn't, I, I don't think there's any problem with the Huskies putting him out wide uh, with Miles Bryant in the nickel and Keith Taylor also on the other side of the field, and then keep calling that your cornerback group and feeling pretty good about it. He's a little bit different body size than the rest of the guys. He's a little bit thicker. Yeah, he's almost like... He reminds me almost of the way that Buddha was kind of like a wedge, even though Buddha, there were times where Buddha was like, I think he said at the end of his sophomore year, he was like 172 pounds, but he's got those broad shoulders. Uh, and yeah, I mean, he, he kind of looks 
body type wise, similar to Miles Bryant. He's just a little bit longer, which makes you comfortable enough to put him on the outside without him being a liability with, with his height. And I know they feel real comfortable out there. And when he committed to Washington, Jimmy Lake was real happy. But uh, I think Elijah Molden's going to be a really good player for them this year. Uh, at safety, Brandon McKinney. I like Brandon McKinney a lot. Yeah, I like Brandon McKinney too. I mean, obviously, he's only had one start for the Huskies, and that was the Rose Bowl uh, because uh, Taylor Rapp was unavailable for that game. And that that's t- that's a tough first start. You know, you're going against Dwayne Haskins and the best wide receiver group in the country with Paris Campbell and, and Johnny Nixon and all those guys. But he, I mean, he's another enticing body. He's built like Taylor Rapp at six foot, over 200 pounds. Uh, he moves really well, but he has the size that you like to see in that safety position. And he's another guy that uh, he hasn't had an opportunity to really show us what he can do, but just kind of with the body type that he has, and obviously the tutelage of the other safeties that have been there, this guy's kind of the limit. I feel like when you have a guy like Brandon McKinney, yeah, long, athletic kid, you know, uh, at safety, he's. Um, would you say he's as big as t- he's taller than Taylor Rapp? Yeah, he's definitely longer, like you said. Uh, I don't know if he's quite as wide. Taylor Rapp, I think he was listed at 207, but I always was surprised by that because he thought he might be a little bigger than that. I think Brandon McKinney might be a little lankier. Uh, but he can continue to add weight. I mean, he's only been in the program for two years, but he's an exciting player. Isaiah Gilchrist, uh, this is time for him to really show up. Out of Bellevue High School, he was a four-star rated uh, safety corner coming out of uh, Bellevue, but uh, I think this is a chance for him to step up. He's contributed quite a bit on special teams, but this might be his year. For sure. I mean, he's yeah, he's kind of had a lot of talent in front of him. Uh, like Taylor Rapp comes around as a generational talent, obviously Buda Baker, and uh, JoJo McIntosh were first in the pecking order in terms of seniority. This is finally his time. Like you said, they'll need him to step up. Whether or not he actually claims that starting role, uh, they need him to be a contributor this year in the defensive backfield more than just a special teams guy. Uh, Because you look at the safeties right now and you have Brandon McKinney and then a bunch of freshmen other than Isaiah Gilchrist, which is why you need him to step up. And especially this spring, kind of set the tone for the group help usher in the, the the new underclassmen that are also talented. And then, like you said, it's easy to forget. He was a four-star recruit as well. I mean, he was highly touted out of high school, and this could be the year that he finally has the opportunity to show us uh, what got kind of the national attention out of high school. Well, one of the guys that's going to be interesting to watch is going to be Alex Cook, the converted wide receiver. This is going to be his first um first uh, practice at uh, at uh, defensive back. Um, is he a defensive back or is he a safety, Luke? Yeah, I think he's a safety. Uh, I remember talking to Scott. Uh, Alex Cook was obviously recruited to play receiver at UW, but a lot of people thought that he'd end up on the defensive or defensive side of the ball in college. Uh, and Scott, I remember actually even reading in recruiting blogs saying that he thought that Alex Cook could end up being a safety at the Pac-12 level. Lo and behold, two years later, that's what's going to happen. I think he's one of the more exciting guys to look at in this group because you just really have no idea what's going to happen. The Huskies have had a lot of success in the past uh, with people switching sides of the ball. I mean, you think Saul Mooching went from offense to defense. Will Disley went from defense to offense. So now Alex Cook is making his switch. You've even seen Justice Warren switch from defense to offense as well, kind of while we're on the topic. Athletically, he fits the build. He kind of looks like Brandon McKinney. You know, he's long. Uh, has a solid frame, but isn't necessarily as thick as JoJo or Taylor Rapp was. Uh, but he's got great ball skills, bringing that over from the offensive side of the ball. It'll be interesting to see if he can kind of patrol that center field for the Huskies and uh, make a difference his first year on the different side of the ball. 
Julius Irvin, um, I think, would have started for most Pac-12 teams last year. He redshirted. It sounds like he may have had a little bit of off uh, um, uh, surgery uh, in the offseason. So we'll have to take a look at Julius Irvin, but he's a big-time talent. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the Huskies, if you ever want to know how good of a player someone is, just, I mean, look at the, the type of people that were competing for him. The Huskies edged out teams like Alabama, Notre Dame, and USC for Julius Irvin. So he was really the cream of the crop. Uh, he, he's a versatile guy. I mean, he can play either corner or safety. I think a lot of people expect him to kind of end up at safety, and there's obviously a path to playing time right there. Uh, so if he did end up having surgery, that might end up limiting him this spring. But if not, I mean, he's a guy that you're looking for to be one of those younger guys that rises to the occasion when they see an opportunity to start next to Brandon McKinney at safety. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that could be the spot where he ends up making a difference for the Huskies. Yeah, just rumors on Julius Irvin. We're not sure if that's really true or not, but we'll get a chance to see when we are out there on Wednesday. But uh, definitely a special talent. Uh, Kyler Gordon. Um, Kyler is – he's kind of a freak. Um, I mean, he may – I think he's probably the best athlete on the team. He's like a ballerina, like a gazelle out there with a 40-plus-inch vertical jump. But he's a special player, and I think Kyler Gordon is another one of those guys who would have started at most on Mac, most Pac-12 teams last year. Yeah, I mean, Kyler Gordon is, like you said, an absolute freak. And he's six foot tall to 190 pounds. He's long, ideal body for a corner. And uh, I think he's going to push for playing time right away. He's going to make some of the upperclassmen uncomfortable with how talented he is. Like you said, that athleticism, 42 and a half inch vertical, but he's also second on the team in uh, the 20 yard shuttle in the three cone drill. So he's just an explosive athlete, great body. Um, there were times last year, I remember, I mean, he he kept his red shirt and only played four games, but he wasn't only playing in special teams duty when he was in those four games. He'd kind of play in some dime package situations. He uh, is a guy with limitless potential. And, I mean, what, what's so great about right now is the Huskies this spring will have eight four-star corner or eight four-star defensive backs on their roster and then two more coming in the fall. So no matter what group of guys you have out there, it's going to be an incredibly talented bunch. And I, I just think Kyler Gordon is an elite talent that whether or not he ends up starting is going to be a guy that makes a difference for the Huskies this this fall. With that recruiting class that redshirted last year, you have uh, Julius Irvin, Kyler Gordon, and the guy that a lot of people forgot about, uh, Dominique Hampton. And um, you know he's a tall, rangy, skinny kid. hasn't put on a lot of weight, but he is what Hugh Millen would call the slobber knocker. He's physical. I mean, he had some hits last year, Luke. Yeah, no, he's super physical. He loves to hit, and like you said, I mean, he's another kind of creative player looking guy. Not necessarily as filled out as Keith Taylor, but six two, and he was also a one hundred meter track runner in high school. Uh, went to the state finals for that. So he's a phenomenal athlete, and I mean. To kind of get overshadowed by the other guys just talks about kind of the quality of the recruiting class he came in with. But do not forget about him going forward. Uh, he is, I mean, he checks all the boxes. Tall, physical, mean, likes to hit, and is a great athlete as well. And, uh, yeah, whether or not he probably, I mean, there's a lot of talent in front of him. But he'll definitely make an impact at least on special teams this year. And will probably get opportunities uh, in some defensive mo- or situations as well. And he was a guy in fall practice who it just seemed like every time, every practice, he flashed. He did something. Mm-hmm. So Dominic Hampton is definitely a guy to keep your eye on. Definitely. 
Yeah. Uh, Cam Williams coming in early, uh, early enrollee. I know that um, he is somebody that Jimmy Lake really gushed about and he will play safety. He's not one of the big safeties, but boy, um, he's a playmaker. Yeah, he's not necessarily huge, but like you said, he is a playmaker and he's also a quarterback in high school, which I saw. It's interesting. I mean, you can make a lot of connotations with quarterbacks about quick learners and guys who can kind of command a group of people. Uh, so Cameron Williams will come in. He's already been here for spring ball, so he's acclimated to kind of the student lifestyle or I guess the student-athlete lifestyle. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, there's an opportunity for him to play right away. And if he can start to impress in spring, he'll have the inside track uh, to start to contribute this fall given kind of their need for safety help this year. And, yeah, I mean, he's an exciting player for sure. Well, I now I realized that I made a mistake. Washington did not bring in three quarterbacks with uh, Cam Williams. He's the fourth quarterback in that class. <laughs> yeah, with Josh, no, Joshua, Joshua Calvert, um, Dylan Morris, and uh, Drew Fowler, and Cam Williams. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you, you love, you know, yeah, Josh Calvert and Drew Fowler. That, that that's correct as well. And then he said Cam Williams, and of course Dylan Morris. Dylan yeah. Morris is the only one that they hope will be throwing the ball. But maybe if you get in a deep, deep, deep emergency situation, you can bring in Cam Williams to run some <laughs> to run some Wildcat offense or something. There you go. Uh, another early enrollee. One of my guys that I really like in this recruiting class, maybe a little bit underpublicized because he recruit, uh, committed early, Cameron F- uh, Fabi Kulanen. Love Cam. Yeah, Cam Fab is the easier way to say that name. But yeah, like you said, he committed to UW and he was like, I think, 800th uh, nationally ranked on the 24-7 composite rankings. And then over the course of his senior year, he just shot up those boards, but he was so committed to Washington uh, that he kind of didn't get as much fanfare, but he's an exciting athlete. He's kind of built like Julius Irvin. He's all of six, one 183 pounds. He's long uh, and he's a versatile guy. I mean, I think the Huskies could see him playing either safety or corner. I think wherever either he's most comfortable or wherever they need him most. But the fact that he's coming in early means they'll have the opportunities to experiment with him. And no matter where Jimmy Lake sees him, I think he's got a very bright future for the Huskies. How come you and I didn't get cool names like Cam Fam? I know, right? You, you can be Kimdren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no thanks. So, anyways, yeah, Cameron uh, Fabiculan, and definitely a guy to keep an eye on. A couple of walk-ons, Dustin Bush and Zachariah Brown as well, uh, Luke. Yeah, I mean, the one thing about these guys is, obviously, it's easy to kind of make cliche stories about walk-ons, but this is a really young group that lost four starters last year. And there are a couple early enrollees that will be doing their first college camps this spring. Uh, so they have the opportunity to at least kind of set the tone and kind of dictate the tempo and show them what it's like to really go through these drills in a meaningful way. Uh, so excited to see them kind of facilitate this younger generation of talent through the Washington defensive background. Yeah, no, it just, it's just it's turned into DBU. It really has. I mean, with the amount of people that Jimmy Lake and uh, Pete Kwiatkowski are putting in the NFL right now, and with this next group, um, you know, and I've had the, you know some people real close to the program say, you know, after this draft, when you see where, um, you know, Taylor Rapp goes and uh, some of the other guys, that it's, it's going to be pretty easy to recruit. Uh, corners and defensive backs with Byron Murphy going to the draft too. But uh, boy, Washington, if you're a defensive back on the West coast, Washington is where you want to come. Yeah. It makes too much sense. Like you said, they're putting guys to the, they're putting guys to the league and they're leading the conference in every statistical category defensively as well. Uh, If you want to win games and then go make money to play football at the professional level, it just makes a lot of sense. (laughs) So um, 
I saved the toughest question for last, Luke, right? Yes. There's a lot of talk about Jalen Noel leaving for um, the NBA and whether he's going to be back or not. You're entering your senior year and people have been dying. Will Luke Monger return for his fifth year as an intern at dogman.com? <laughs> I won't be doing my fifth year of school, so I don't know if I'll be able to maintain my intern status, but I'm always around to help. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, not a chance in hell. I'm getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're going to be around this season, though, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You can't you can't keep me away from Husky football and basketball. I and thought it's better than anybody out there. So I thought it was just because you enjoyed being around me so much. Exactly. Yeah. I, you know, you, you're the only one who actually keeps me... My, my streets my street smarts developing you still need a you've got a ways to go Luke. you've got a, <laughs> the mean streets of south end of mercer island did not prepare you for life trust no, me they did. They did so not. anyways just a reminder one more time if you want those daily updates in your inbox and breaking news alert Husky Stadium at gmail.com. Subject line newsletter. We'll get those out to you. And for all of us at dogman.com, I'm Kim Grenolds along with Luke Monger. Go, dogs.